This episode may contain strong language, nudity, and dated pop culture references. Parental discretion is advised. From Santa's Audio Workshop and Meltdown Comics, it's Two Packs with me, Jeffrey Golden. Welcome to Two Packs, the trading card comedy show, where I open up packs of weird, retro, holiday-rific trading cards with a funny friend. And this week, it's our all-holiday special. We're going to be celebrating every major holiday this year. It's going to be great. We're going to do it in one show. We're not going to divide up the holidays among a bunch of different shows. Nobody wants that. Everybody wants to celebrate all holidays in 30 minutes. We're going to do it. And I'm joined by a hilarious comedian. She's the founder of Project U-Rock and a writer for the upcoming Big Hero 6 series on Disney XD. Ladies and gentlemen, Jenny Jaffe. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, I thank you. I don't know why I dropped into NPR guest voice. <laughs> Jenny Jaffe, welcome. Hi, Jeffrey. Happy holidays. Thank you. Happy holidays to you, too. I love holiday specials. I am big into whenever characters from my favorite show celebrate Christmas or Hanukkah or whatever, I want to be there and watch it. Do you feel the same way? I don't. I'm a weird <laughs> Grinch. It's so weird. You'd think, based on knowing me, that I'd be a huge holidays person. You seem you have a holidays I do. energy I'm like a you. walking jingle bell. But yeah. I think it's a combination of things. The holidays make me very anxious, and they always have. I don't like everything stopping the way they normally are. Oh, I don't like things taking breaks. I don't like... Uh, Exceptions to Yeah, rules. exactly. Even everything stopping for a holiday special makes me kind of anxious. Oh, wow. It's a, it's a weird thing. But you could argue that the holidays are part of the natural year. Yeah, but they like, keep getting longer. Weird, it'd be weird to not celebrate the holidays in a way. I think it's weird coming back to California, because I was living in New York the past eight years, and not having it coincide with the weather changing drastically definitely seems to be helping, because you don't oh, feel as inundated right. by Christmas. And I think all, there's another part of it, which is the nose pressed up against Christmas thing of growing up <laughs> Jewish. There's exactly one Hanukkah special. You bet. And it's the Rugrats. It's the Rugrats one. It's fine. And it's great. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> um, and I pushed really hard to do a Hanukkah special at <laughs> Disney, actually. <laughs> well, I think I go the opposite way, which is that I'm also Jewish. Right. But for me, it's like... I am desperate to get all the Christmas I can. I feel like because I'm not supposed to have it, I want it all that much more. Yeah. And I want to know what Scooby-Doo is up to on Christmas. I want to know what the Ghostbusters are up to on Christmas. My favorite Christmas special is A Muppet Family Christmas. Have oh, you ever sure. Seen no, it? I know A Muppet Family Christmas. Yeah, Muppet Family Christmas is amazing. Everybody's at Fozzie's mom's house for Christmas. You got Kermit. You have eventually Miss Piggy. You've got the Sesame Street gang, the Muppet Babies, the Fraggle Rock. They're all there, all the under Fraggle one Rock. roof. The Fraggle Rock are there. I do like the kind of Christmas special where it's just a person hosting and a bunch of people are just coming and over it. And I like that as a trope. <laughs> so much because that's not the way anybody's actual holiday works. It's very true. I prefer that to a Christmas party, I think, though. I think parties are a big environment. There's a lot of pressure. Right. But if it was just, I'm just going to sit in this room and people are going to come to me like I'm the godfather or the pope. Well, you're going to have to get over your fear 
of parties because some of these cards are party related that we're opening today. Are you going to be okay? I think I'll be okay. Although, from what I know, they might be scary for other reasons. It's very true. Well, let's introduce our cards that we have. So, as I said, this is an all holiday special. So, all holidays are represented. All month of December holidays, right? All we're not month doing of like. No, no, no. This is true. I should have been more specific. <laughs> for me, what are the other holidays? You're like from Arbor a died in the wool Christmas family, though, right? Yeah, this is very true. I know. I thought you were doing a bit no, on I, Facebook. No, as listeners to this podcast, two episodes ago, I had my mom on, who is Mrs. Claus in the Macy's Day Parade. So, you know, very Christmas oriented family. On, when you put that on Facebook and you were like, look, it's my mom, I was like, oh, it's just because Mrs. Claus kind of looks like him? Right. No, it's the real deal. That's That means that she is certified adorable. Yeah. She's certified adorable <laughs> by Macy's. So, as I say, this is our all December holidays special. To represent Christmas from Tops 1984, we have Gremlins trading cards. To represent New Year's, we have Universal Party Monster cards from Pepsi circa 1992. We're going to be discussing eight cards today in honor of Hanukkah. And in honor of Kwanzaa, we're not going to make fun of Kwanzaa. We're going to respect Kwanzaa. Right. I think that's what Kwanzaa wants is to be respected. I get that vibe from Kwanzaa. No, I think so too. I think it'd be way more fair to make fun of Christmas. Right. So that's punching up. Right. It's you make pun- fun of Christmas, exactly. it's punching up. I have a question about the Gremlins cards. Is yes. there bubble gum in that? There is bubble gum. Have Absolutely. you ever eaten the gum from the. I have not personally, but several of our guests have. Apparently, it is vile. It is. I'm absolutely uh, not going to. Disgusting. No, I, that's smart. I tell people not to do it, and they do it anyway. Which pack would you like oh, to the, open? The party monsters. The party monsters. And that's good, because yeah, I'll open. Thank you. I'll start us off with gremlins, and we'll go in the order of the holidays. Oh, man. End. Oh, man. Oh, man. Do these party monsters look party ready? <laughs> they are party ready. They're ready to party and hearty. Let's start off with gremlins. I saw this amazing thing on YouTube the other day. There was a theme park ride in Germany that is Gremlins meets Alf. So we have uh, so we have gum here, and I mean this is actually pretty good. It's not discolored. Yeah, but what year? This is from oh eighty four. Oh my god, this pack is six years older than me. That wow. makes me feel old. So I picked holiday themed cards. That makes a lot yeah. of sense. I picked out first a special gift. And what we have here is Billy's dad going to a special shop in uh, Chinatown right? to try and get a special gift for Billy. Probably should have gone to like a CVS or a Rite Aid, I feel. Not smart to shop at a crazy mystery shop. We're next door to a very strange looking Russian shop right now that I'm really tempted to go into at all times. But I feel like that's the kind of place where they'd sell you a gremlin or like a monkey paw, sells you something that ironically gives you what you want, but then it accidentally gives you the opposite. Uh, I hate those places. <laughs> Every time I try to get a gift to connect with my estranged son, right. that's exactly where I go, and it never works out. No, in fact, it may tear you further apart right. rather than bring you closer together. What, all he ever wanted was for me to play catch with him <laughs> and put down my cell phone and stop doing work, but 
Instead, I'm going to get him this weird pet. <laughs> Listen, weird pets are a safe bet. Oh, okay, no, I got coffee the... on the card. Oh, no. Oh, no. Shit. I want to also say how Look. discolored these cards are. Because it's like a still from the movie right. with a little gizmo in the corner and then a border. You know that 90s spike, spike border? border. Yeah. yeah. These are very cardboard-y. The back just looks like cardboard. Yeah, <laughs> just it, like they, they didn't on cardboard. try. They didn't really try to hide that fact. So it says, Rand Peltzer, the head of a small family, is a salesman on a business trip in Chinatown. Do they know Chinatown isn't a place you take a business trip to? <laughs> like, it's a part of a city. You don't know. You haven't been to the famous Chinatown conference rooms everybody loves so much. Okay. He's looking for something special, really unusual, <laughs> to yeah. bring home to his son. A nine-year-old boy approaches Rand and promises a truly unconventional gift. Continued on card number three, the old oriental man. <laughs> oh, it's too bad we didn't get that. <laughs> That card. Maybe he's from the Orient, actually. I mean, I'm sure he technically is. It's still just 1984 was yeah. a very different, different era, time. I assume. I've got one. It's Dad's latest invention, and I had forgotten about this. It's a picture of father and son. Rand is the dad, and the son is Billy. So Billy is using something that the dad has invented, some kind of machine, and it's spraying his dad with jizz <laughs> say. What? right i mean you know that's what it looks like this is, is happening here i recall it all gremlins is one of those movies that comes to me piecemeal in flashes from right. seeing it on abc family the microwave scene is something right. you want to remember the chair what scene, is the... the jizz scene in gremlins that's what i'm looking at you know what he's holding it's like a mouse trap with a hose on it and the hose is spraying what i'm gonna assume is it's like shaving cream or probably. something I don't think it's real jizz, or if it is, it's the jizz of a very sick man. It looks it's gross. It's very opaque. It is opaque, I agree. Still, there's something, I think, meant to be phallic about this whole enterprise, which is very disturbing in a card between sure. a father and a son. That's <laughs> disturbing in a card But there is and there's, and there's a little gizmo in the corner in the bottom right. He's looking right. on like a like, perv. Yeah, he's looking on like a total perv. It makes like, it so much different. The uh, gizmo is like looking up with so much hope. He's like, can I get in on this? On the back, it says, Rand Peltzer's latest invention, the bathroom buddy, still has Ooh. some bugs in it. Ooh. Yeah, the bathroom so is it a buddy. soap dispenser? It's a combination nail clipper, comb, Q-tip, tweezer, and toothbrush. But oddly, none of those <laughs> things shoot. Yeah, none of those things shoot jizz at people. So what was this? I feel like a thing that TV dad inventors were always trying to do was combine a bunch of stuff. Right. If I could combine my hammock with a rocket ship, I could take twice the naps. How did Stu Pickles make a living? I believe he was an inventor. Yeah, but they were all bad. Well, yeah, it's a TV dad, so right. he can't be. <laughs> if a dad was competent, he wouldn't be a sitcom dad. Right. He would exactly. Just be a regular dad in a drama yeah. <laughs> trying to save his family from whatever horrible things are out there. Wait, so maybe it's the toothpaste? Well, the I mean, thing? yeah, it's got to be the toothpaste, but still. <laughs> <laughs> it does look ridiculously jizzy. Yeah. My yeah. mom asked me before I got here, I was on the phone with my mom and she was like, oh, let me know where I can hear the podcast. And the answer now is, oh, I'm sorry. Nowhere. Nowhere. It got lost in the ether. Yeah. So what's your next card? Okay, it's called A Present from Dad. Great. Which would have been a more disturbing title for that. <laughs> That last one. <laughs> so it's the family. It's Billy receiving a big gift from his dad. 
And on the back, it says, Billy is delighted to discover that his dad brought back a special <laughs> gift for him. Rand and Lynn look on as their son unwraps the inviting package. Ooh. Continued on card number 12, introducing Gizmo. Why didn't he, like, invent a crazy thing to give That's Billy? That's a great question. I mean, if you're an inventor, you can, hey, son, I invented sunglasses that help you cheat at your math test Yeah, that would have been a way better gift. Oh, yeah. Also, this package is wrapped without any breathing holes. Hmm. You know, that's weird. <laughs> I mean, I know they didn't specifically instruct him that Gizmo needs to breathe. They weren't like, let him breathe. <laughs> One assumes he does breathe. You'd think so. Billy also looks like kind of shocked, a little unimpressed. Rand looks very self-satisfied, and Lynn seems to be dancing in some capacity. Lynn's the mom. Yeah, she does look like she's in mid-dance. I feel like this is a trope in a lot of holiday movies where people are dancing. Just like, hey, we're all the families in the kitchen dancing yeah, together. Yeah, I don't know if I've do, ever just danced do, with my family do, do, like do, that. Do, 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 do. It's a way to show visually that they're connected. Yeah, right before like something bad happens. Oh, yeah, that's true. And then the dad like, comes in. And we're losing the house. Are we mostly <laughs> talking about National Lampoon's Family <laughs> Christmas? We're talking about a lot of things. I feel like that happens in a lot of movies. I guess, yeah. I think in complex dad in movies and like overly patient mom is such a thing. <laughs> it's such a trope. I'm gonna close this out. You know, there were actual gremlin cards. We only picked the parts of the movies everyone remembers. The setup. The setup. <laughs> but I want to talk about this. So on one side this is a very cute sticker of Gizmo with a nice blue border oh, around that it. that is a cute sticker. And it's got the words gremlins logo peasant. But this is part of a puzzle card. When you flip it over... <laughs> What the fuck am I looking at? So this is, I presume, Gizmo's mouth. His like screaming, like terrified mouth. Mask. His mouth is horrifying. I think it's because of the way his chin and lips work. He has like a bottom lip, but not a top lip when it he screams. Looks like it was carved out of a jack-o'-lantern. It almost makes me nauseous to look at. Yeah, this is so gross. His like little tongue and weird teeth. Like I'd almost rather they be sharp cat teeth. Having human teeth automatically makes it terrifying. Yeah, I agree. They like look too human. Close up of the like very human tongue. Ugh, I don't know if I want to touch it. Ugh. You're touching it. You're touching it. Ugh, I'm cursed now. And there's just the bottom of his nose. It looks like a strange old man being groped in the face by a cat. <laughs> sort of. It looks like the body of a cat with the mouth of an old screaming man. Well, you know what? That sounds like the holidays to me. <laughs> We're going to close out our Christmas celebration and move to New Year's with the party monsters when hey. uh, we come back from break. These old monsters coming back, they're growling at your stuff. Hello. They do the monster <laughs> mash all night. <laughs> they do the monster mash. I like that monsters celebrate all the holidays. They celebrate Halloween. They celebrate Christmas. There is a Christmas version of the monster mash. This one doesn't say they're celebrating New Year's, just as they're party monsters. They're party monsters. But we can assume that if you're going to be a party monster for one holiday. It's going to be New Year's. Yeah, is New Year's the, the biggest holiday. party holiday, do you think, as far as going hard for a holiday? 
holiday. Yeah, I hope so. God, yeah. I mean, if it's not New Year's, what is it? Arbor Day? Probably not. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, the other one is Halloween, probably. I don't know. The thing about Halloween is that there are other things apart from partying that define it, whereas New Year's is really only about a giant party. Yeah. This <laughs> year, it's going to be half celebration, half this might be the last one. This might be the last one. Enjoy it while you can. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Enjoy America while you can. Partying is illegal next year? I've heard that uh, Prince Priebus wants to there's make no, partying. Uh, there's going to be no dancing. America will be the town from Footloose, except we're all going to be in bunkers. Ooh, that's going to be fun. <laughs> Let's celebrate New Year's with the party monsters. Let's do this. With the rock and drag. Can I just read, <laughs> read what it says on the front, because it's really great? Oh, please. Classic monsters. Frankenstein, Dracula, the Wolfman, the Bride of Frankenstein, Good. the Mummy, and Good. the Creature from the Black Lagoon. Yep. As you've never seen them before. <laughs> Wearing a pair of sunglasses. So let's open this. I've never seen them before. I feel like I have seen them before <laughs> in the way that they're going to be presented here. But let's, well, but let at me, the but, time, this was really groundbreaking. But you know what, Pepsi, I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt here. Let's see what you come up with. Oh, God, this is so amazing. Hold on. All First right, of all, they're stuck together. Yeah, that does happen sometimes. So, they get super sticky. They're really more like their dating profiles. Yes, that's what it looks like. Oh, my God. Uh, these are great. These all are the right. best. Well, what were the these two. made for, do you think? Good question. Promotional purposes. But what were they promoting? <laughs> that's a great question. You know what? I bet it was related to Universal Studios. Yeah, probably. I bet it was like a tie-in, like they were giving these out maybe at New Year's at Universal. Universal Studios or something, because they always used to have the monsters there. That was always a big part of that scene, part of the Universal crew. Why don't you kick us okay. off? Now, unlike the gremlins, which have their borders just kind of spiky with the bright yellow, these are complex borders. They're very 90s But these are the other 90s type of border, which is just a solid color, and then there's just lines of a different color. Right. It was the opening of Rugrats. Yeah, uh, or Saved by the Bell. Saved by the Bell, yeah. The, Any textbook that you had in like the 90s. I like also at the bottom that every card has a Pepsi logo on it. Yeah. So that's good. Let's me know who produced these trading cards. Makes you thirsty for some refreshing Pepsi. Makes you thirsty for the Peps. And in the middle is an illustration of a headshot of our party monsters. Who do we have first I got here? Dracula wearing sunglasses, and the sunglasses have bat wings on them. That's great. So they are like dating profiles. Yeah, they're like dating um, profiles. But imagine you swipe right and you get Dracula wearing bat sunglasses. Um, I would super like like that one, yeah. <laughs> my friend. Okay. This bloodthirsty Transylvanian vampire was first conjured up in the 1800s by Irish writer Bram Stoker and later featured in Universal's 1931 classic film starring Bela Lugosi. Dracula. Ambitions. To see myself as others see me. Turn-ons. Typo. Turn-offs. Turtlenecks. Favorite song, The Wind Beneath My Wings. Least favorite song, Here Comes the Sun. Least favorite remark heard at parties, Hey, nice tan. Favorite party activities, hanging out, necking. Yeah. Yes, necking. He likes hanging out. Right. Which I think is... A bat thing? bat thing, like he's upside down. And then necking, which is the most uncomfortable way to say kissing. Does not like it when people sarcastically referred to his pale skin. Right. Although, is he really that self-conscious? Does that really get on his nerves? I feel like if you're Dracula, you think it's kind of cool that you have pale skin. I mean, he wouldn't know. 
right? I mean, he can look down at himself. But like he well, can't... he can look at his hands, I suppose you would know from his hand. But right, he can't look at himself in the mirror. Which they also reference. Which they reference. Also, I don't think Dracula's like touchy about it because he's very dangerous and mean. His M.O. is more like he's going to kill you. Well, I've got the mummy, trademark Universal Studios monsters. By the way, I'm pretty sure that if we opened any one of these packs, it would contain the five of the same monsters because they list the monsters specifically on the right. thing. I so don't, it's, I don't, I don't think, think you can, you can get other these. ones. So this is the mummy, and it looks like the mummy's head wrap has come off, which is kind of disappointing. It was a weird way to render it. So he's got the weird, gross skin and is wearing John Lennon green glass shades, but with gold trims, is party-looking, with a necktie. But we don't see a lot of the necktie, unfortunately a bright blue necktie. But here's what it says on the back. The Mummy, released in 1932 and starring Boris Karloff, fascinated moviegoers with exotic tales of ancient Egyptian curses and is regarded as a classic in the horror film genre. The it's Mummy. not as good as The Mummy from the 90s, though, I don't think. You don't think... Have you seen them both? No, I've just seen The Mummy from the 90s. You know, never in its entirety, but chunks on TV. <laughs> and you're still insistent that that mummy has to be better than mm, this mummy. Can you say Brandon Fraser? Brandon Fraser. Oh, good Ooh, job. Thank you so much. He was George of the Jungle. He was. That movie is underrated. It's a good movie. I agree. I like it George of the Jungle. Holland Taylor. Yeah, I He's don't know. He's got good people. Good people. All right. Let's see how you do in coming up with okay. these. Okay. Thank you, yeah. So, The Mummy. What would you say The Mummy's turn-ons would be? These are a little tough. Okay. Turn-ons for The Mummy, yeah. as written by this random copy editor. Right. I'm going to say... Uh, it's clothing. I'll say uh, that it's, much. Uh, oh, uh, toilet paper. Yeah. <laughs> Wrap-around dresses is what we were looking for. Turbans. What would you say is a turn-off for The Mummy um, related to clothing? Abbott and Costello? No, although probably is a turnoff. I agree. They they didn't yeah. click as a group. Starch. Wait, what? Starch. I don't get it. Actually, I'm not sure. What is that referring to? I guess if you put his wrapped bandages in detergent, his bandages might stiffen with starch. Something like that. <laughs> wow. I don't know. I'm trying, to figure, to go. I'm trying to figure this okay. out. All right. I think you might be able to get this one. What is his favorite song? Monster Mash. Well, that should be every Monster Mash. What, what specific pop pop song would the Mummy like? Considering is it that, Walk Like an Egyptian? Yeah, it's Walk yeah. Like an Egyptian. Okay. Yeah. Oh God, this is his favorite saying. I'm uh, the Mummy. <laughs> I'm the Mummy. Gotta, gotta love, love me. me. Yeah. Walk a Nile in my shoes. He says it all the time. He does say that. I'll just do these last ones. Least favorite remark heard at parties. I hear you're a real mummy's boy. Get it? Who would say that to the mummy at a party? I don't know. He goes to a lot of parties at Eaton School for Boys in the UK. I feel like all these monsters are going to really bad parties where everybody's making fun of them. People who have no fear of Universal Studios monsters. I know. They should fear them. They might be partying, but they're still monsters, you know? Finally, the perfect party would be spray painting hieroglyphic graffiti. Yeah, I love those types of parties. (laughs) Those hieroglyphic graffiti parties. Sure thing. Those real things. What's your next card here? We got Bride of Frankenstein. Was the party version of Bride of Frankenstein. Well, she's wearing a snake kind of headgear thing. Cool. Got a gold snake on it, and she's holding some grapes. Yeah, party grapes. Woo! 
When the lonely Frankenstein monster demanded that his creator build him a mate, this queen of the monsters was the result. In 1935, Elsa Lanchester starred in The Bride of Frankenstein. I really feel like there needs to be a female monster that isn't directly related to a male monster. I agree, or the version of... Yeah. Is there one? Can't, Medusa. But that's like Greek mythology. Yeah. Like, I don't know why a creature from the Black Lagoon couldn't just be a lady. There's <laughs> no reason. No reason for that could be a lady. I think in the monsters canon, all of the monsters are kind of types now, and you always right. default to the male, and then any lady monster would be lady the lady version. version of that, yeah. Which isn't fair. Which is unjust. Do you think maybe they're implying that women are monsters on their own because of original sin? Or that women can only be monstrous with connection to male monsters. In yeah. other words, that they are inherently good except when they're poisoned by Women can only by... be 77% <laughs> right. as scary as a male monster. That's very true. Well, we're socially conscious this holiday season. <laughs> what are our stats here for, Ambitions. for the bride? To be made over on the Monday makeover. That goes over my head. I think, I think that's over my a, head too. maybe that's a reference to an old television show. I'm going to guess so, but she's a babe. Yeah, she doesn't need a she big makeover. She doesn't need makeover. A, yeah. a makeover. She looks hot. Also, that's not a good ambition. She should want to... Take over the world or... Go to grad school. <laughs> learn how to deal with fire. I don't know. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of things. Favorite song? You make me feel like a natural woman. <laughs> <laughs> Least favorite song? I was made to love you. Least favorite remark heard at parties. Right. Where'd you get those big brown eyes? Why would that be? That just seems like a nice thing to say to somebody. I don't know. It's not egregious. Like the other ones you're making fun of I them I think the implication is that because they were stolen from a corpse oh, or something, you know? I see. Got it. But per- they're hers though. <laughs> well, now they are. I mean, it's not like if you like stole a necklace and it would be like, where'd you get that? Like, like, it's like a part of your body. So yeah. I don't think any corpse is going to be like, like, hey, you took my eyes. I don't know. The mummy might. That's true. I guess if you stole them for the mummy, the mummy might be pissed off by that. Uh, Maybe that's why the mummy is wearing these sunglasses to hide the fact that his eyes were stolen by the Bride of Frankenstein. The perfect date. Someone who can bend at the waist. Oh, because Frankenstein can't, can't do and she that. wants to bend him over. He wants to bend him over. So, <laughs> Have sex with him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Whoa. All right. Well, I've got one more, and it is Creature from the Black Lagoon, green monster fish human creature, but is wearing a sideways uh, (laughs) baseball cap. I love that so much. She is so rocking right now. He's dressed as like the Fresh Prince. He is the Fresh Prince. He's the unfresh prince of Belle Scare. In the Black Lagoon. (laughs) Born and raised in the Black Lagoon. I spent most of my days. Grueling and grimin' and see the creature from the Black Lagoon, the 1954 3D horror film classic, actually featured two actors in the lead role: Ben Chapman on land and Rico Browning in the water. Ooh, I didn't Ooh, know that. I know. I've never seen the creature from the Black Lagoon movie. I don't believe I have either. So you gotta do it. Let's watch it. Let's watch it right now. Deal. Let's. We'll pause the show. <laughs> Go watch, watch it, it and then come. We need back. context for this party card. I know. Come on, creature from the Black Lagoon. Turn offs dry skin makes sense favorite song splish splash also makes What's sense splish splash splish splash i was thinking the best all the brown on saturday night <laughs> no keep going <laughs> gonna splash in the black lagoon <laughs> you yeah. know it's gonna carry that tune can you guess the black lagoon the creature's favorite football team 
I don't know enough football teams to do this yeah, joke. It's true. It, it is the Wait, Dolphins because they, they are. They wouldn't be in a lagoon. They would not be in a lagoon. You are correct. <laughs> Their only connection is that they are also water right. creatures. Favorite country? Finland. The, like the creature from the Black Lagoon has ever been to or heard of Finland. Least favorite saying, there's plenty of fish in the lagoon. Not the saying. You started a project which kind of sounds like a monster in a way. Like when you look at the word, <laughs> yeah. you rock, you yeah. are okay. Right. It kind of sounds like a monster, but yet it's the complete opposite of monster. Yeah, thank, it's thank helpful, you. very thank helpful. Thank you for that easy transition, oh, Jeffrey. Oh, you're so um, welcome. Yeah. He says wiping the sweat from his brow, that almost well having, a, having insulted a very cool organization that helps people. Uh, project You're Okay is a nonprofit that I started I've been saying it wrong this entire time. Uh, no, it's either or both. A lot of people say you rock. You um, rock! <laughs> and my feeling is either way it's a positive message, so I don't right. really mind. It's now a project of the Child Mind Institute in New York, which is very cool. And the idea is that it creates digital content for teens and young adults who are struggling with mental illness as a way of encouraging conversation and helping kids feel less alone because it can be a very isolating thing. And then helping to do sort of activism through that and figuring out how how we can help people access different mental health resources that they may not know are available to them. Because I think destigmatization is the first step towards actual policy change. Yes. As far as our country goes. And unfortunately, well, I'm sure that'll be taking a backseat to other issues over the next couple of years. But it's still important because if you don't have your mental health, then you don't you don't have anything. It is an important issue. And, you know, just because we have to defend our civil liberties and all right. sorts of other things doesn't mean we can't work on this. How many millions of people in the year? 30 million, something like that? I think we can splinter off and do multiple things at once. Right. I feel like we don't all have to be dedicated to decoding Donald Trump's tweets. I feel like we can siphon off a million of us to work on mental health issues, right? Or right. something, you know? Well, I think that's going to be also increasingly important. And I did write a, like a whole piece about and I know everything's scary. Don't stop taking your meds. Don't stop doing all the other things you do to take care of yourself just because everything feels dire. Right. That doesn't help anyone. If you're incapacitated in that way, that doesn't help anybody. <laughs> but I'm really proud of the work that Project URK is doing, and I'm no longer involved in the day-to-day -day operations. But it, you're still it supporting on. It. Yeah, I'm the chair of the advisory board. Wonderful. And the founder for life. So if you want to make your New Year's resolution to really help people, how can people help Project URK? Well, first of all, visit Project URK. Okay.org, and there's Great. a lot of ways to get involved. Obviously, Project You're Okay accepts tax-deductible donations, but if you can't help financially, we have a lot of different ways that you can get involved on the site. And then, of course, you can make a video if you feel so inclined. Anybody we've got a lot welcome. Of, we've got a lot of creative lot of really listeners creative. here listening yeah, to this. Yeah, and it doesn't have to be just like you talking to the camera. It can be any kind of video you want. Project You're Okay is a platform that we created for our users. Could so. it involve puppets? Fuck yeah, it could involve puppets. What about animations uh, or cartoons? Yes, we would prefer it involve cartoons. <laughs> yeah, in fact, we don't want to see your ugly face. <laughs> we want you to draw something for us. No, the creative team is doing some really cool stuff. And I've seen some of the footage from some upcoming things that we're doing. And it's not just the kind of videos that we had been doing for the first sort of phase of the organization. We're starting to do some sketches and some different kinds of content that I think people are going to be really excited about. We're really excited about. So, yeah, it's well, so cool. In addition to going to Project You're Okay, they can also go on your Twitter because you tweet about this 
as I well. I do. It's also as... across all social media, and we have an amazing social media manager named Jose Rivera Jr. who Ooh. responds to everything and is just great. And it's at Project You Are Okay on all social media. Where are you at? I'm at Jenny Jaffe, and I do tweet about a lot of mental health stuff, and I also just tweet ridiculously stupid jokes <laughs> and a lot of opinions about musical theater. That's great. That's most of it. Yay. Hey, you know what? Yeah. It's time to trade. <gasps> what? Yeah, it's time to trade. Trade. Okay, All I'm right, ready. So you, now, one of these cards smells like delicious coffee from having coffee <laughs> spilled on it. So, so you might, no, I'm just right. saying you might want that card. I might want it back. You might yeah. want it back so that you can, in the morning, you could smell it and be like, I'm energized. Yeah, <laughs> a that's special a... gift for the morning. <laughs> Jenny, we're in the middle of a meeting. <laughs> it's like, I can't. I'm sorry. I'm sniffing this trading card. <laughs> I'm sniffing a trading card that's older than I am. <laughs> yep. Would you like any of these uh, yeah, cards Yeah, I think here? I want the sticker. Because on the back, it's horrifying. But on the front, it's a fun sticker. I don't blame you. The stickers are cool. Yeah, and because I have five, I'm willing to offer you two cards. Ooh, two for the stick? I'm willing to offer you the mummy who looks more like a guy with very dry skin. <laughs> and the creature from the Black Lagoon. Mm, I think I'm Good? not into the mummy. Okay. I'm not a mummy guy. But I did write a book called Frankenstein's Girlfriend. Okay. Um, so I think... I'd be down for that Bride of Frankenstein card. I think that's in my wheelhouse. She's pretty great on her own, so could I just trade you just this one for the sticker? No, I definitely need that. Uh, I definitely need the creature from the the sideways hat. The sideways baseball cap here. Here you go. Okay, now what do you want from me? Ooh, well. They both have pale skin. I feel like if I didn't have Dracula, there doesn't seem to be a Frankenstein card. That is weird. Male Frankenstein. So she's going to need someone to keep her company. I feel like only Dracula with his pale skin would know what she's going through, you know? Yes, yeah. Yeah. So in return, I guess I would want my coffee stand card back. Coffee card? Yeah, coffee card. Coffee card. Thank you. I feel pretty good about this. Oh, I feel great about it. And Jenny, I hope you have a wonderful holiday. Thank you so much. I hope you do too. Happy holidays, Jeffrey Golden. You know, I feel like with every holiday special, you learn something at the end. And I learned that, you know, just because you celebrate the holidays in an unconventional way doesn't mean you're not celebrating. Everybody has their own way of yeah. celebrating this holiday season. Let's respect that. Yeah, I like that too. <laughs> party monster if you must, but party nonetheless. <laughs> I'd like to thank you, Jenny. I also want to thank Meltdown. Thank you. Yeah, I also want to thank Meltdown Comics. There's still time to get your Christmas gifts. I'd recommend going to Meltdown Comics in Los Angeles. What about it's an a great amazing Devastator store. book? Yeah, they've got a wide selection. I run a publishing company called The Devastator. We make a humor books and they've got a wide selection of our books. If you ask for them, they'll point them out to you including my book, Dream It, Screw It, which is a collection of 30 years of rejected Disney rides and attractions. And you can get that at Meltdown Comics or at uh, bookstores across the country. I'd like to thank Mason in the booth. Hope you have a happy holiday. He's giving me the big thumbs up. This is our last show before the holiday break. So we will see you guys again in January. However, next week will be a special surprise show. We recorded a panel at LA Comic-Con with a lot of the amazing hosts of the Meltdown Network. And, well, I won't tell you too much about it, but tune into the feed because you'll see it. You'll hear it on there. It's a lot of fun. Merry Christmas. Happy, happy Kwanzaa. 
Happy Hanukkah. Happy New Year. And we'll see you again in 2017. Hopefully uh, we'll survive it. We'll survive it together. Happy holidays. Bye. Two Packs was produced and engineered by Mason Booker. Opening theme by Matt Myers. Break music by Lee Rosevier. Logo by Kenny Kyle. Like the show? Rate and review us on iTunes. It helps us find new listeners as cool as you. Follow us on Twitter at Two Packs Podcast. That's T-W-O. And me at Jeffrey Golden. That's Jeffrey with a G. Special thanks to Meltdown Comics. I left a bunch of these cards at the store for you to take. I'm your host, Jeffrey Golden. Hey, be good to each other. Happy holidays. Happy holidays with these trading cards. With these trading cards. Open them. They're terrific. Happy trading cards to you.